Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Continuing to get text, and I don't know how many things I've read online about you got to see the movie Sound of Freedom about the, the kid sex trafficking thing and how the United States is the biggest consumer of that. There's a demand. That's an ugly story. I might have to watch that just so we can discuss it on the air. Yeah, the... Uh well, there's no doubt that the U.S. is the number one market for a lot of things like drugs and, and illicit sex. We're very freedom oriented. We do not have harsh punishments for that sort of thing. And we got a big population. Um, the knock on the movie is that it like overblows the problem and is a little QAnon-ish about a worldwide cabal of child sex traffickers. I tell you what, why don't we overreact to no the rape, the systematic rape of children before we underreact to it? Okay? Given the Catholic Church, U.S. gymnastics, swimming, volleyball, and everything else, the Boy Scouts, and a whole bunch of other stories, yeah, let's overreact. So moving along, uh, a bit of uh, non-donkey-worthy breaking news. The Secret Service has announced they have ended their probe into the cocaine. I don't know if Hunter snorted it up or whatever, but they're done, apparently. Uh, And what the result is, I don't care enough to look into. But, Um, but, it is something that in the most, probably, maybe the safest place on Earth, or the most protected place on Earth, they made no effort to try to figure out where that came from. There's, There's got to be 10 cameras on every room, right? Emerging from a closed-door briefing in the Capitol skiff. Wow, why? Lawmakers on the House Oversight Committee said the probe will officially end on Friday. Secret Service says uh, they have failed to identify a suspect. But d- doesn't that strike you as impossible to be true? 
Yes, it's astonishing. Wherever they found it, and as I understand, the story has changed a number of times as to where exactly it was found. But wherever they found it, there's a camera on that location. There's a camera everywhere except the bathrooms, I'd imagine. And there are probably cameras in the bathroom. Probably. And uh, so you just, you know, you go through everybody that was in that area or you would have video of them putting something the bag, the envelope, whatever it was, in that location. So they didn't yeah. want to know. So the question is, why did they not want to nail this down? Just because Because I don't particularly care. Do you care if it turns out somebody who works there on a weekend does some cocaine after work? Who cares? I don't care. No, I don't care. They're going to I'm, at home if they don't do it there. I mean, whatever. You know, if something's blackmailable or, you know, it's a high official or something, no pun intended. Um, okay. I just, I, I have other things I worry about. I don't care who's doing blow in the East Wing or West Wing. I mean, or if it's it Dr. Jill Biden, that'd be interesting. Right. Yeah. Gossip worthy for sure. So, uh, you, do have, <laughs> you do have a hardcore, long time admitted on film drug addict who lives there. That's just a coincidence, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's unbelievable. All right. I promised, and I will deliver now, the hilarious uh, Robert F. Kennedy story in a moment. So the NATO summit's been in uh, Vilnius, Lithuania. Here are two fascinating Lithuania facts for you. Number one, Lithuania is one of the world's leading exporters of mackerel. The fish. It is also one of the world's leading importers of mackerel. My question to Lithuania is, why don't you just keep your mackerel and save on their shipping? I don't get that. Right. Your second fascinating Lithuania fact. They're coming hot and heavy. One of the top tourist attractions in Lithuania is a giant is a mackerel statue. No, but it is a giant statue. It's a 15-foot-tall statue of Tony Soprano in his bathrobe. It's at a train station in southeastern Lithuania. Because it was... No, why? Famous Lithuanian artist uh, melds pop culture with historical something or other um, and, and built a 15-foot Tony Soprano wearing boxers and a tank top in his white bathrobe. Right, he'd go down and to get there. The paper. It sits at the plane station, huh. uh, the train station, rather. Yeah. Fascinating. I told you. Yeah. I, when I promise you fascinating Lithuania facts, I deliver. All right. Fantastic. All right. All right. Tomorrow, Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> uh, as longtime listeners know, uh, Jack refuses to utter the F word. Right. Not that F word. No, I'll the say, other one. I'll say the the other F word all day long in a number probably, of uh, usages. Yeah. yeah, probably too much. Um, uh, uh, but uh, the word is in, and I apologize in advance to those of you of more delicate sensibilities. The word is fart. I hate hearing the word. Wow, look at him cringe. I'm cringing. It's uh, hot house flower. It's a disgusting <laughs> word. Hard fart primary. So, uh, from the New York Post, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. press dinner explodes in war of words and farting. <laughs> Camelot, it ain't, they say. By the way, we got a, a good chunk of listeners, and there's a good chunk of uh, your conservative friends who are really into Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that, actually. It's the, the anti-vax thing. 
that he's super hot to trot on. Uh, but anyway, so he was uh, he was on the Upper East Side of New York, having a big press available uh, press availability thing. But a shouting match, I'm going to quote the New York Post now because they're very good at this sort of thing. But a shouting match over climate change broke out between two boisterous old men, sending the evening down an extremely unfortunate path. Uh, the, the exchange began after a guest asked Kennedy about the environment. And it seems that the mere inquiry was enough to set off apparently drunk gossip, gossip columnist turned flack Doug Deshert host of the event, who became enraged and screamed at the top of his lungs, the climate hoax, the climate hoax. Meanwhile, octogenarian art critic Anthony Hayden Guest, who had appeared to have been sleeping happily for most of the dinner, was aroused by the abrupt rumpus. Hayden Guest suddenly opened his eyes and denounced his longtime pal Deckert, calling him a miserable blob. Shut up, implored the old man. That's an interesting and unique insult, you blob. You are a miserable blob. Deschert, or however you pronounce his name, continued to scream wildly about the climate change scam, while Hayden Guest peppered him with verbal volleys from across the table, calling him variously blanking insane and insignificant. Okay, so far I've heard no flatulence in this story. Oh, stay tuned. Here it seems Deschert sensed the need for a new rhetorical tack and let rip a loud prolonged fart while yelling as if to underscore his point, I'm farting. What? He said that? <laughs> yes. Doing a play-by-play on his own body noises, apparently. What? <laughs> he let rip a loud, prolonged bit of flatulence while yelling as if to underscore his point, I'm farting. The room, which included a handful of journalists as well as Kennedy's campaign manager, former Representative Dennis Kucinich, the room was stunned, seemingly unsure about whether Deschert was farting at Hayden Guest personally or at the very notion of global warming. Regrettably, <laughs> we may assure readers that there was no room for doubt that the climate changed in the immediate environs of the dinner table. <laughs> you want climate change? Here you go. Oh, my. Well, if you're a New oh dinner table events. <laughs> if you're a New York Post reporter and you're at this event, you just can't wait to get to your typewriter, can you? To, oh. to write this out and use your funny phrases climate change (laughs) oh boy the candidate maintained a steady composure in the face of the crisis another attendee attempted optimistically to change the subject telling kennedy how much he admired his father the tragic attorney general robert f kennedy sadly and somewhat inexplicably another guest brought things back to climate change (laughs) leading to another round of yelling And that's we're told not what that, he was there to talk about. No, no. Uh, we're told that both Deschert and Hayden Guest have known each other for three decades. When asked to come about, uh, comment about his uh, outburst the next day, Deschert told us, quote, I apologize for using my flatulence as a medium of public commentary in your presence. He actually said that. Yes. So it was on purpose, and it was like a... Uh, um, what was I it? fart in your general direction. It was quote a f- John Cleese and uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It was a flourish, if you will, a rhetorical yes. flourish, an aggressive scent. <laughs> what a weird yes. thing to do, you weird old man! <laughs> a rhetorical flourish. <laughs> Donald Trump waves his arms. This guy lets loose with flatulence. And then, can you read his apology again there, that little statement? I really like that. (laughs) 
I apologize for using my flatulence as a medium of public commentary in your presence. A medium of public commentary. That's correct. Wow. At least he's elegant in his apologies. So RFK Jr., you got a stance on him? Yeah, I, I do. I think a great deal of what he says is unsupportable by the facts. Not everything, obviously. Well, he's not. A, I don't think he's he's like psychotic. I just think he's misled and wrong about a bunch of stuff. Well, he could be really right about a whole bunch of things. But I saw a long interview. He did the whole Bill Maher's basement thing that I watch all the time. Mm-hmm. For like an hour and a half. And no matter what Bill asked him, he'd just go off on his own screed about whatever the hell and get into conspiracies with LBJ and the CIA and this and that. And I just, I couldn't follow it at yeah. all. Yeah, I, I've called him a crackpot before. I, I think he's more or less a crackpot, which doesn't mean he's wrong about everything. Doesn't mean he's wrong about Dr. Fauci at all. For instance, great for instance. Yeah. yeah. I represent oh. science. Uh, um, so, yeah, I, and again, if you like the guy, don't be offended. I just I've checked into some of his claims and they're utterly fallacious. They're just not true. But did Fauci lie over and over again? Did the, the Biden administration lie over and over again about the vaccines, how they work, how they don't work? Yeah, they did. You're right. Mm-hmm. Could there have been lots of hanky panky with the second, third and fourth doses of telling us we need to get to the vaccine because there was money to be made? Of course, there could have been. Sure, that's not crackpot at all. No, I, my dad was saying the doctor recommended he get another booster. Is that is that still a thing? Well, it does, you know, protect you against a severe case at your dad's age. Right. Theoretically. Can you get a severe case right now? I don't even know that. I think you can, yeah. It's just it's just a respiratory illness that's around, mm-hmm. kind of. And if you're in your 80s or, or weak, that it could kill you. Right. Um, we got much more on the way. You can uh, join in any time at the text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We will not waver. We will not waver. I mean that. Our commitment to Ukraine will not weaken. We will stand for liberty and freedom today, tomorrow, and for as long as it takes. That was Joe Biden at NATO yesterday. Uh, uh, keep the applause in next time. That's a key part of those kind of uh, things to hear the crowd reaction to that. Um, that's uh, unequivocal support from the president of the United States, the most powerful military in the world for we're staying with you till the end. Nothing's going to shake our resolve. Um, as you pointed out earlier, though, you know, he could be gone in two years and the next president could say this isn't our national interest. So that's the end of that. Off goes the spigot, yeah. Meanwhile, the uh, argument over the defense funding bill, I guess it is, includes some uh, right Republicans saying, hey, we want to talk about funding Ukraine in this bill, or not. Uh, and also, uh, what's the other? Oh, eliminating the woke out of the army, so that could be, or the military, so that could be a bit of a controversy. If you listen, I, you know I'm a full-throated supporter of the efforts to uh, support Ukraine myself. Um, I believe it is in our national interest and the world's interest to uh, to not let Putin get away with this. But what does to the end mean? Does that mean till the Russians are kicked out of Crimea? That seems like an important detail. Yeah, soaring political rhetoric is usually fairly short on detail. And and this was as well. Yeah. What does that mean? What if it goes on for 50 years? I'd say, you know what I would take from it if I'm Ukrainian? And I think this is perfectly a legitimate thing is... Um, you're not going to let the Russians overrun us and take the capital and boot out our government and take over the country. You're not going to allow that to do. Would that, at, that at fair least. to say? Yeah, at least. Well, and it's also a message you have some time. That's, that's a Go good message, too. Go ahead and train up your tank crews, your F-16 crews. Uh, you have time. So speaking of Ukraine, this uh, female Ukraine tennis player at Wimbledon, the world's biggest tennis tournament and the most important one, she knocked off the current world number one yesterday. And so we played a little bit the other day. She beat this poor girl from Belarus who got booed every time she touched the ball. And you know she's not the government. She doesn't decide, decide. I'm sure she doesn't. She probably has no feelings whatsoever about, you know, good feelings about Putin attacking Ukraine or anything like that. But man, the crowd was merciless on her. And uh, and she said afterwards she didn't deserve it, which she didn't. But that's just the way it goes. So it was cheering for the Ukrainian girl against the girl who is on the other side of the war. 
And then this uh, woman who I can't pronounce her name, Svitolina, um, from Ukraine. She beat the world number one yesterday in the quarterfinals, making it the semis, becoming just the third ever woman's wild card to reach the semifinals. So it's kind of a, you know, a dream story for a Ukrainian player. She's really involved in Ukraine, by the way. She's got a charity there. Her grandma lives in one of the apartment buildings that got bombed recently. All her friends oh. live places where they got no electricity. She watches news channels all day long, keeping track of friends and family who are, you know, right in the midst of a freaking war zone. Uh, dollar in the swear jar. I didn't need to say that. Sorry, dollar, well, dollar in the swear yeah. jar. But here's, mm-hmm. a, here's a little bit from um, the NBC Evening News on her Wimbledon journey so far. Poised. Fierce and showing the world what a comeback looks like. Ukraine's Elena Svyotlina returning to the sport after taking time to have a baby and help raise money for her war-torn home. Back home, there's lots of people are watching and cheering for me, so... The 28-year-old entered Wimbledon as a long shot. She's able to hold it together so well. On Tuesday, over the course of nearly three hours, she stunned fans, pulling off one of the biggest upsets of the tournament. It was not easy today to play against Iga, obviously. She's world number one. She's always fighting. But, you know, today was was an unbelievable match. I mean, the crowd was insane in terms of their support for her. And she was giving those speeches on the court about, you know, uh, people back home and everything. And. Whoever plays her next, I don't know how you handle that emotionally. Yeah, yeah, what a difficult position to be in. Admire yeah. her, though. Hey, I'm I'm for Ukraine also. I'm anti, you know, genocide. Can I just try to play my best tennis? or Can you stop booing me, please? I'm here to beat her. They've invited me here to play against her. <laughs> right. Coming up, real trigger warning or parody? It's becoming harder to tell. Wow, good one. And if you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You preside over the FBI that has the lowest level of trust in the FBI's history. People trusted the FBI more when J. Edgar Hoover was running the place than when you are. And the reason is because you don't give straight answers. You give answers that, that later a court deems aren't true. And it appears as though you're whitewashing the conduct of corrupt people. That was uh, an interesting thing for Matt Gates, Florida Republican, to say to Christopher Ray, the FBI director. I mean, that's just a fact. It has the lowest uh, approval rating or uh, the, the trust in the institution that it's ever had, or mm-hmm. going going way back to the back in the day, the J. Edgar Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover days, as he said right there. Um, I don't know if Christopher Ray can fully answer for that, but I just think it's interesting. So that big FBI hearing was yesterday, and then today the Secret Service announces, and it's a, you know it's a completely different entity, the Secret Service from the FBI. But mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're into the whole the deep states out to get us story, they all fit together. And then the Secret Service announcing no fingerprints were found on the bag of cocaine at the White House, and there are no leads on who left it. We're closing our investigation. Yeah. I'm not sure the timing of the beating up the FBI and, hey, all the things you did, and then the Secret Service the next day saying, oh, we looked, we couldn't figure it out. You know, it's, it's not helping the whole, there's no such thing as a deep state out to help the Democrats and hurt Republicans story. Right. Yeah. I don't particularly care who's doing blow at the White House. On the other hand, you're right. It does look that way. Yeah, we don't care enough to look into who's doing drugs in the Biden White House. So don't worry about it. And I was told that this I was told by a podcaster that I listen to and like that it's the arena of troglodytes to say, what if Trump did this? I don't know why that's considered out of bounds. Well, it's but it's obvious I'm going to worn out. But if somebody's hitting you, it's obvious and worn out to say, stop hitting me. Yeah, I'm but I s- think you still should. I'm going to say the troglodytish thing anyway. Can you imagine the Trump White House if they found cocaine there and the media would just let it go? And if the Secret Service announced we didn't find anything, the, that they wouldn't claim they're covering for him? I mean, come on. And what if, for instance, Eric Trump, who is a uh, clean, sober, hardworking man, uh, what if he was a known drug addict and he was living at that time <laughs> at the White House? Right. Imagine the nonstop every cable show for weeks at a time coverage of that. Well, and speaking of levels of trust, gee, why do you think the media is at an all time low as well? Right. 
It's unbelievable. So Christopher Ray, I think, is responsible for some of that low, low level of trust in the FBI. James Comey is unquestionably. The times we're living in are a factor as well. Um, well, and but, you know, the Peter Strzok texts and all that sort of stuff. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, a lot of it's deserved. Some of it might not be, but a lot of it is. Uh, and on that topic, and let's go ahead and uh, rope the IRS into this discussion as long as we're legitimately disparaging various uh, investigatory agencies. Uh, those IRS whistleblowers, both the uh, Mr. Shapley, whose name is known, and the other fellow who's remaining anonymous, both of them are going to testify at a House Oversight Committee hearing next week about the DOJ, FBI, and IRS's alleged interference in the Hunter Biden tax probe the committee announced yesterday. Wow. I got to believe this Shapley dude has not even a uh, metatarsal. I'm trying to come up with a small bone. That's a small bone right there. Mm. Not only has no skeletons in his closet, doesn't even have a metatarsal in his closet, because I got to believe a lot of Democratic operatives have been working overtime to 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 scour everything he's ever said, done, everyone he's ever known to try to discredit this guy. And so far, nobody's come up with anything. Because if they had come up with something, you would have heard it by now. So the White House, you're 100% right on that. The White House and Ways and Means Committee said the, I'm not the White House, the House. I'm trying to read and talk at the same time. Stop it. The House Ways and Means Committee said the whistleblower's testimony pointed to, quote, a steady campaign of unequal treatment of enforcing tax law, Department of Justice interference in the form of delays, divulgences, and denials into the investigation of tax crimes that may have been committed by the president's son, and finally, retaliation against IRS employees who blew the whistle on the misconduct. I remember the IRS put out a statement saying that there will be no uh, no blowback, no retaliation against any IRS employees who blow the whistle. And then they fired the entire investigative team or took them off the case that they'd spent years compiling and just threw it at other people who were brand new to it. Anyway, uh, I thought that was interesting. We'll look forward to that testimony next week. Wow, and, that's going to be something. And among my win- many weaknesses as a, a, a pundit, is I don't have an encyclopedic memory of everything that happens in politics, um, for better or worse. I mean, sometimes something will happen in politics and somebody will point out, you know, you remember when Nancy Pelosi said the opposite of that. And I'll be like, no, I don't remember that. But thanks for reminding me. <laughs> or now that you mention it, yeah, she did. That's right. Wow. But I just, I don't, I don't have that sort of memory. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, Rowan Scarborough wrote a piece in the Washington Times uh, compiling the evidence that the DOJ protected Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. And he goes through it step by step. And I've got to admit, when I'm reminded of all this stuff, it is really impressive. It stretches over five years from East Coast to West Coast, involves various Justice Department lawyers, and at the top, an attorney general who misled Congress. Now we know why then-President Joe Biden needed a global burner phone financed by Hunter Biden's businesses when the two were globetrotting and Hunter was sweeping up cash. And then it has links to that story. Revealed in Hunter's abandoned laptop, it's the sort of device you see pop up on an NBC Dateline episode about how a politician covered his tracks while peddling influence. Uh, news of a scheme to protect Hunter came from the extraordinary appearance of two IRS whistleblowers. Um, 
And these, if you're not familiar with these whistleblowers yet, Shapley, whose name is known, is utterly serious and painstakingly apolitical. He is a serious, serious man, and he is the least sensationalist person I've ever seen. And if he'd ever been at a Trump rally or a parade where there was violence or anything like that, it ever happened that they could possibly tar him, they would have already. Right, both of these guys. Um, and so the the, uh, the piece in the Washington Times mentions that these two altered their comfortable, secure lives by becoming whistleblowers and risking punishment from a town ruled by Democrats. In particular, uh, anonymous agent number two testified under oath, so I'm sitting here right now in front of you terrified. In coming forward, I'm risking my career and my reputation. But he felt like he had to. Um, and then, uh, so, and they go into the details of the trip to China, the immediate huge investment by the Chinese on paper, that investment not coming through, Hunter texting and threatening the guy if he doesn't come through with the money, my dad's sitting right next to me. On I'm hearing on. a lot of circumstantial coincidences is what I'm hearing. Of exactly the sort that the DOJ and the IRS investigate painstakingly, particularly given the amount of money. And then when you do make all the money... You have it, like, filter through a whole bunch of LLCs to various family members. That's what everybody does when they make money, don't you? Sure. I have mysterious foreign income that I felt that I filter through 20 different LLCs. To, if you told that to, to an IRS investigator, he would bust out laughing. To distant family members. I mean, you know, I like my family members, too. But, like, when I have a... Get a big bonus. It doesn't go into a bunch of LLCs that then go to my brothers. That would be right. a little weird. <laughs> that is a little weird. Wouldn't you it's just give it to them? They and... love each other. It's simple, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you give it to them like in a Christmas card or Venmo them or something? <laughs> I swear, if you were to call, uh, you know, one of uh, a longtime uh, friend, Stephen Moskowitz, he's a tax attorney in San Francisco. If we were to say to Stephen, hey, Stephen, here's the deal. Um, I've been taking millions of dollars in, in income from a Communist Party-tied Chinese energy company and uh, a Ukrainian gas concern and a couple of uh, hedge funds based overseas, and I've been filtering that money through 20 different LLCs and not declaring it. He would say, all right, we're going to have to plead, <laughs> okay? Sure. <laughs> I mean, he would think, oh, Lord. You know, I hate to quote him. He's not here with us, but um, it's astonishing. And the idea that you would plead to a couple of misdemeanors and a little probation on a gun charge is just unbelievable. And this piece, which we'll post at armstrongandgetty.com, breaks it down in a way that's a bit painstaking and long. But having reread it, I'm like, it's just it's impossible this doesn't get prosecuted. It's yeah. impossible. We got a former IRS agent fraud investigator guy who texted us yesterday and said he'd be willing to talk to us. Maybe we ought to have him on the air. Like, I mean, what are the chances you come across an anonymous guy with this fact pattern and then get this result? Right, right. Turns out the guy's clean. Nothing to worry about tax-wise or registering as a foreign agent-wise, which is how they got Manafort. So uh, a complete change of topic here. Uh, I promised I will deliver. They call me Mr. Deliverer. Uh, they don't. Uh, remember, I promised you a couple of fascinating facts about Lithuania. You Were delivered. those not fascinating? You delivered. I delivered. The fact this that they is the export the most mackerel and import the most mackerel makes no sense. 
It's among the world leaders. They're not number one. But still. <laughs> Again, just keep your mackerel. <laughs> keep your own mackerel. <laughs> and save on the shipping. Anyway. Be fresh. Uh, this is a Scottish university, the University of the Highlands, attached a trigger warning to the classic Ernest Hemingway short story, The Old Man in the Sea, informing students that they might be triggered by, quote, graphic fishing scenes. No. No. Yes. No. Not parody. Graphic. Or parody. Is, you cannot paradise. Is it? Parody. The Old Man in the Sea, is it S-E-A or is it the letter C, like it's some woman that he really can't stand <laughs> on the boat with him? Oh, that is disgusting. Tasteful, sir. The old man in the sea. Oh, great, Scott. I needed a trigger warning for that attempt at humor. That was terrible. The old man in the ocean, all right? <laughs> well, say it that includes again. descriptive fishing pas- passages, which some students might find upsetting. Trigger warning for, quote, graphic fishing scenes. That can't be real. You've been hoodwinked, and I don't blame you. We live in a time where it's hard to tell parody from real, but that's got to be parody. That can't be real. It's not. It is absolutely not. Wow, the novel centers. The novelette, is that what it is? It's uh, mm-hmm. What is it? It uh, centers on the fisherman Santiago, who hooks a large marlin, but is unable to fully reel it in and struggles with keeping it on the line for many days. Enduring pain and exhaustion over time, learns to respect the beast and have sympathy for it. And Ultimately, not too much sympathy, he kills it with a harpoon. And the lady on the boat just won't shut up. <laughs> Which is where the title comes from. But then he's forced to defend his catch from sharks that eat away at the corpse. Graphic fishing scenes, Jack. <laughs> Wow, we're a soft country. As hilarious as that is, and that's Scotland. The UK is so far down the line of soft, even though they've totally rolled back the whole uh, transgender thing for kids because they've realized how sick that is. Um, yeah, they're very, very soft. But uh, Lukianoff and Height and their brilliant uh, The Coddling of the American Mind pointed out that we are turning our children into neurotic, terrified right. Uh, unfortunate kids because we just we don't allow them to develop resiliency yeah wow. I, I hate to turn it seriously after your hilarious comic turn um. <laughs> well I, the, 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 you know i talk a lot about the kids being at the public pool and the fact that very few public pools have high dives in any anymore this hasn't been measured but how much of your ability to overcome fear is dealt with by walking out onto the high dive and at some point finally doing it and then doing it mm-hmm. over and over. Who knows? That might be a measurable amount of a lot of our own backgrounds in terms of dealing with fear that has been eliminated. Right. That and a thousand other things that have been eliminated because we're so delicate with everybody. Safetyism. The obsession yeah. with safety, including emotional safety. And don't forget, uh, there was a study that came out a couple of years ago by one of your major universities that showed that stress is increased when you give trigger warnings, as opposed to just dealing with the material. If you just deal with it, the, the students are like, oh, wow, that's gross or that's disturbing or whatever. If you warn them now, this is going to be bad. This is going to be triggering. It could cause you to fall apart emotionally or even die. It makes it much worse. <laughs> Read about the freaking fish. You'll be fine. Uh, You can text us anytime. 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Santa Monica police are deploying a new eye in the sky to respond to 911 calls. Drones. They can get to scenes faster than a patrol car as quickly as 30 seconds. The police have been using the drone to respond to 15 to 20 calls per day, and they say the technology is a game changer. They're getting real-time information and allowing them to go in and deal with the situation, and it's a huge advantage for them, uh, relieving their stress, giving them that situational awareness that you couldn't possibly have without this type of technology in play. Wow, that sounds interesting. I don't know anything about this. All right, so multiple thoughts. Uh, number one, yeah, there's more to the story, and I found it super interesting. Number two, Bill Malugin is one of the best reporters in America, and if there is such a thing as a major network news in the future, he'll anchor it. Uh, number three, is that the report that he was doing from Santa Monica when he tweeted yesterday that one transient spent the entire time yelling at them and another transient pulled down her pants and pooped right next to them? on the street as they were attempting to do the that's the report gross <laughs> santa monica we love it i love <laughs> la wow okay so that's what okay anyway uh yeah so when i hear police drones i immediately go to privacy concerns and we'll get there but he, here's where he explains um how it's useful to the cops their operators can see what's happening in real time and relay that information to responding officers. Going to take a look at 5th and Broadway for a subject in the roadway. Here are real-world incidents the drone assisted in. In this case, teenagers were holding what looked like handguns, but the drone was able to see they were actually BB guns. This man was seen shooting what turned out to be an air rifle, and in this call about a potential man with a gun, the drone was able to see it was only a lighter. Well, that's obviously the difference between somebody ending up dead and not. Certainly could be, yeah. And they actually showed the uh, the video on the report on Fox News last night. Uh, go ahead, Bill, wrap it up. But drone use does come with privacy concerns. Santa Monica PD says they're only used for 911 calls, and they do not record over private homes or anywhere where there's a reasonable expectation of privacy. Legal experts tell Fox their use should have limits. What kind of privacy invasion you have? Are they using facial rec on them? Are they using night vision capabilities on them? Are, and then they should be very clear um, and they should have it documented exactly what justifies the use of a drone. Well, that that's all true. And we've talked about that yeah. some and that's something to worry about. But uh, that, you know, drones flying over backyards looking for things is is different than that other stuff, like being able to get to traffic, you know, situations so fast. I'd never even thought about that before. But, you know, we've all then stuck in traffic and the police you know they try to they're trying to get there down along the side and the you know figure out how to go through the ditch because there's traffic well you can just send a drone over there yeah if you in 30 seconds can send a, a drone to a scene and then advise uh you know police and fire and and medical and all the the particulars of the scene what assets are going to be needed um and and again the whole thing uh, oh it's a decoy gun it's a or it's a, a replica gun it's replica everybody be cool man that's valuable that's great well you can have traffic snarled especially in the LA areas you know it could be a fender bender it could be a guy dead in the road i mean until somebody gets there who's going to who's going to report but now you can send a, zo a drone there immediately that's fantastic. Yeah, so that's yeah, it's a positive with those uh, caveats that the 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 woman was offering there. Wow, I'd like to know more about in what ways they're using it. What what were those numbers they said? Or how often they're already using it? That shocking to me. I didn't know it was that popular already. How many how many cities? 
but the the thing about we'll fly over backyards, but we won't have our cameras on. Yeah, right. I mean, well, they won't record. Yeah, right. So far, that's never turned out to be true, has it? They with, won't record unless you're hot. With it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we do four hours of this show. If you miss an hour, you can get the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.